Good morning to our loyal WFYL listeners around the world. Welcome back to your Philadelphia Friday, only on Fox News Radio. I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in once again, because you still have the right to hear and the right to be heard. We're here with you on 1180 AM and broadcasting real time at 1180WFYL.com. Coming to you straight from the birthplace of liberty here in the greater Philadelphia area. And we continue to fight day in and day out as your voice of freedom in the Delaware Valley. I'm attorney Mike Jeremita from Jeremita Offices, but everybody knows me as Mike G. And you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters. And you can listen to our program every Friday at 7 a.m. Eastern, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. So let's be heard. I remind our listeners that you can participate in the free and open exchange of thoughts and ideas throughout the entire week. Through the Mike G in the Morning social media profiles. Our YouTube page has been getting a lot of attention lately. Thanks to the great Philly Chris. We appreciate him helping out and letting us borrow some of his videos. Our YouTube page is Mike G in the Morning. Don't forget to like those videos and subscribe. Did a real good compilation this weekend of the peaceful protests filed. Followed by the absolute madness that took place afterwards, right here in Philadelphia. Our Twitter handle is at Radio Mike G. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Mike G in the morning. And we've also got a page on the Instant Grams website. And our screen name on the Instant Grams is Mike G in the morning. I also want to remind our listeners of the powerhouse lineup we've got here at Fox News Radio WFYL. We've got Ben Shapiro bringing you the Ben Shapiro Show weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Scott Adams bringing you the Scott Adams Show weekdays 9 a.m. until noon. Second Amendment advocate Dana Lash coming at you weekdays from 1 p.m. right until Ben Shapiro. And finally, we've got Michael Savage bringing you the Savage Nation weekdays at 6 p.m. So don't forget to tune in. And show them some love. And with that, you know what time it is. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. You know, we're going to be joined by a very special guest this episode. Corporal Eddie Moy will be returning to discuss quite a few things with us. I'll tell you what, folks. Last week after our episode, I started thinking ahead to next week's topic, as I often do. In my head, I'm thinking about the possibilities. With all the things going on, I'm thinking maybe we can have a real conversation about racism in this country. And about police brutality in this country. Maybe... There are some topics for discussion that everybody can agree upon. I tell you what, I felt like for a moment there, everybody in this country was on the same page. Everybody saw the video, and everybody thought it was absolutely horrific. Horrendous stuff. And I really didn't see anybody defending it. So everybody was on the same page. And then for whatever reason, things went completely off the rails. We had one shot. We had one chance, ladies and gentlemen. All we had to do was take that police officer... Give him the electric chair on the White House lawn, sell tickets for pay-per-view, and everybody would have rejoiced and held hands. You want to talk about unity in this country? There was an opportunity. 
So we're thinking about these topics, racism, and all of a sudden, the weekend takes place. And these riots, this chaos, this destruction taking place after these protests. And then the weekend doesn't end at all. It spills over into the week, and it's night after night after night. We had a chance! What are we doing here? All we had to do was acknowledge the same thing together and put us on the same page. So the topic goes from racism to what the heck? That's today's topic today. What the heck? What are we going to do about this? You've got to be kidding me. You know how shameful it is that I've got to get behind this microphone and even talk about these punk skunks who are out there destroying businesses, destroying private property, people's livelihoods. And they're getting the attention now? What kind of garbage is this? This is garbage. This is absolute nonsense. Because the attention is no longer on the victim. This is not about George Floyd with these looters, these these rioters. And you look on the news, people calling them protesters. That's insane. I'm the first one to protect peaceful protest. I've gone out there. People know me. Know I've defended anti-Trump protesters in the name of the First Amendment. I believe in our Constitution. But do you think that smashing into businesses and stealing people's belongings and setting cars on fire and blowing up ATMs, that's not a protest. You gotta be kidding me. How do we not understand this? And the self-righteousness by some of these people on the left acting as if it's one and the same. And if you say anything about the looting, about the rioting, about the chaos, about the poor people who live in those darn neighborhoods and have to deal with this stuff, have to deal with explosions, people throwing rocks at cars. I tell you, the news is garbage. If you want to learn nothing, watch the news. Because they've got a very specific narrative, and they're going to stick to that narrative, and they're only going to show you what supports that narrative. They're showing peaceful protests, people holding hands. Hop on a police scanner for New York City. Saturday night, Sunday night, listen to these guys talk about, there's a crowd of 300 breaking into this, crowd of 100 coming down the street, police getting shot at, throwing rocks at people. One guy gets attacked, mobbed by several people surround him, hit him over the head, gets up with his gun drawn, and he gets fired? Are we on a different planet here? And is this me? Or is it all of these leftist cities where this is taking place? Can't look out for your people. We've got to figure this out. And I think I know someone who can add some very valuable insight. We're very fortunate to have Corporal Eddie Boy joining us. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters. Only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. I want to remind everybody that Today's episode of Mike G in the Morning is brought to you by Elite Tactical Armory, your firearm storage solution in the Lehigh Valley. Elite Tactical Armory is a commercial armory where you can rent secure storage for your firearms. Whether it's because you're traveling out of town or you're dealing with false accusations, you got legal problems, a family member on probation or parole, or if you've just run out of room for all your precious babies... Elite Tactical Armory is the storage solution for you. You can find more information about Elite Tactical Armory at EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. That's EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. Because it's important to support those who support freedom. And be sure and tell them Mike G sent you. We've got Corporal Eddie Moy with us. Uh, 
Excited to have him here. For those of you not unfamiliar with Corporal Eddie Moy, ladies and gentlemen, he served in the United States Air Force. He spent over two decades with Pennsylvania State Police attending the rank of Corporal. He worked with a private military organization. And he's been in private security consulting for the last several years. Corporal Eddie Moy, are you with us? Yes, I am, Mike. Uh, Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you so much for coming back. Eddie, you know, we've got a lot going on in the world today uh, with the, the tragic killing of George Floyd last week, but also this aftermath that is taking place, uh, really not putting the spotlight on where it should be, frankly, in my opinion. But I want to walk a little bit through that. I think you have some unique perspectives on some of this stuff. So first of all, as a career law enforcement officer, what are your thoughts on that video that we all saw last week? Well, I, I like to say this. I feel horrible about what happened. That was uh, that was disgusting. If if I were to be in a room with, with those four officers, the first thing I would ask them is, "What were you thinking?" I have n- I have no idea what what kind of training they received or or, or whatever, but it it couldn't have been to to put your knee on someone's neck and and, and cut off their air supply. So, in a situation like that, when you've got officers doing things that are so egregious. I mean, it, does it come down to training or does it come down to these are some really messed up people? It, it comes down to training and co- common sense. Um, I remember as a rookie, I'm, I'm on the job with my first field training officer. I wasn't even on 30 days. And he, he got into, a let's, let's say, a tussle, more of a shoving match with a trucker. We we pulled his truck over and and he's trying to grab the trucker's logbook. Um which I, I won't get into, but they got into a tussle and, and he winds up charging the uh, trucker with disorderly conduct and custom taking back to the station. And, and the uh, trucker caught the ear of one of the supervisors and they pulled him aside and started talking to him. And before I knew it, I, I was, well, I'll, I'll preface it, preface it with this. I was at a small station where so there was a sergeant that was a station commander. Before I knew it, this, this sergeant calls me in and chews us both out and chews me out for not stopping him. And I'm thinking, I'm, 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 on, I'm on a job for 15 minutes and I'm supposed to stop this guy from doing this job, you know. But, <laughs> but, but apparently my, my, uh, my field training officer was, was, was wrong. He wasn't wrong. And my sergeant let me know, if you see something wrong that's going down, you are supposed to stop it. Well, you know, that's something that we don't often hear about is behind the scenes uh, officers being reprimanded privately for for doing the wrong thing. I think people sort of figure that, you know, with law enforcement officers, they can get away with that stuff and and there's no recourse whatsoever, but that's not that's simply not the case, right? Not I I don't know any department that does not have an internal affairs division, uh, particularly ours depends on state police. Our, our internal affairs division is, is, is pretty ferocious, and I'd, I'd been investigated probably a dozen times, uh, 20 plus years, for for numerous complaints. And it, it's, it's going to happen if if you're going to do this job. There's going to be someone to to complain about what you're doing, and and internal affairs will probably get involved. Do you think that internal affairs uh, plays a pretty important role? And departments, because if you have an internal affairs department that's going to sort of look the other way or, or let things slide, that lets maybe some potentially dangerous people stay on the job. Is that fair to say? Yeah, a- absolutely. But part, part of the reason that he may have, uh, well, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. Our, our in, internal affairs department was, was pretty tough. But if you do have a weak one, yeah, um, dangerous people are, are, are going to going to re- remain on the job. But I'll preface it with this. Um, part of the reason that some of these guys are still on the job, I'm, I'm uh, well, I, I won't say I'm sure, but I, I don't know if you're aware, but up in New York, where you're from, you probably are, are aware about the uh, teachers union. They've got, they've got a couple of hundred teachers that report every day to this building and, and, and sit there and read books and get paid their full salary because they're on the investigation. Well, the most of the police unions are, are pretty powerful also because I've, I've known guys and 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 work work with guys that did not belong on the job. They would screw up, and internal affairs is their job to to help these guys out. And they would get fired, and and they 
they would they would uh, get an attorney and and find a misstep that in which the our our department made or our internal affairs department made, and they would get back on the job. So, so, so it's really all lawyers' fault, right? <laughs> <laughs> to all the lawyers. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying. No, I, I can't. I can't say that. But these things just have to be done in the correct way, or you can't. You can't fire these guys. Some, 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 some departments. It's, 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 it's very, very hard to fire them. Like, like the, like, like the four officers in in in, in Minneapolis. Um, I can, I can see my commissioner firing, firing, firing the the officer with his knee on his neck. The other three, though, I doubt very seriously that the Tennessee State Police Commissioner would have stepped in and said, "I'm going to fire these guys." Also, I, I don't see it. it you would have to go through a process. Uh, so maybe not on the spot, but eventually it would take place. Yes, eventually, but like two, two, three days later, no, it, it, that's never going to happen because our, I'm telling you, our union and these guys will get a good enough lawyer and they'll be back on the job. Now, let me ask you this. What were your thoughts on the fact that uh, this guy, the, the, the officer who uh, carried this out, wasn't arrested uh, immediately, kind of left it out there and then brought charges sometime thereafter? If In a situation where somebody does something like this and there's a death that takes place, do you think that action should have taken place uh, more swiftly? Well, they they filed charges on them what within three days or so. It was within a few days. Yeah, I think that people yeah those well, people were outraged the second they saw the thing though. No, no, you can't you can't you can't do it immediately. Let's uh, uh, let's say let's say this let's say this guy had um he he, he had had a, had a heart attack or something. It had nothing to do with with airflow to his neck. You can't then then that then that officer well well me well me personally I I'd be suing my department. Hmm. If the at least find out exactly. Yes, to find out exactly why he died, then then you can go to the officer, and and and, and you're not going to find find it out until an autopsy is done. So the fact that they they couldn't bring homicide charges right away, well, it really could have brought the charges and then uh, you know modified them if necessary. That wouldn't if it. Well, let's put it this way: if it were a common civilian on the street and this happened, do you think that they would have been charged more quickly? Um. Mike, to to be truthful, I'm I'm thinking about maybe the the laws and the statutes in the state of um, Minnesota. I I would know. Oh well, uh, may hope. I wish that uh, more people would hear that kind of perspective because it seems like uh, the the timing in which these charges were brought had something to do with what we saw afterwards. Maybe not, um, but at right. least that's what some people are speculating, that uh, they they could have ca- calmed down the masses to a certain degree had these guys been arrested right away. Not not at right. all excusing anything that's taken place. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but gotcha. I, wa- I want to sort of go on the other side of the, the coin here. Uh, you've been on this program before. You talked about your upbringing in Philadelphia as an African-American man. When right. you when you hear people coming out this last week and talking about systemic racism and things of that nature, uh, how, how does that make you feel? What thoughts do you have on that? I don't think that uh, there is a s- systemic racism, but but being being a being a, a black person uh, growing up in in Philadelphia, or, or just being in Philadelphia, there there are people that have. Consistency, and, and they think uh, some sometimes they don't know it. It's just it's just the way that they are, and, and other times they do they do it in, intentionally. I, I was listening to a lot of the uh, radio uh, t- talk shows over the weekend, uh, p- particularly sports shows and uh, sports radio here in Philadelphia, and, and they had Gary Cobbon, who was a, uh, a linebacker with the Eagles, who was black, and and they had the I cannot think of the guy's name, but he was a general manager of the 76ers during during the Iverson years. And uh, asked them had they had they experienced any racism, even with these, these two these two guys being celebrities, and and they're like, yeah, yes, we have. They, and and they went on to to say things like, uh, if I if I if I go into a store, let's say like a, a Walgreens or a, a, a CVS or something, and and, and uh, they don't have what I need to buy, when I'm walking out, I'm I'm asking myself, did I pick up anything? Um, did I do anything to, to for for to 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 give anyone a reason to think that I put something in my pockets, you know, before before I leave the store, you know, I, I don't want to cause any problems here because that that's what most um, African Americans think. 
think and or go through when they when they go into a store or or if you, if you're in like a larger department store you you're wondering if the if the store detective is following you or if they have cameras is is the camera you know watching watching your movements at 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 all times pretty much have you experienced that personally as far as feeling or or or, or doing uh, con- conducting myself the, the, in, in that manner. Yeah, have you have you noticed that sometimes things happen to you that you think might not happen had you your skin color been different? Yeah, I I can I can't I can't give you a um, an example off the top of my head, but I I do some sometimes I do I do notice maybe like you know some someone's kind of keeping an eye on me. When I I would I would I would go into like a, a used department store or something of that nature, and um and I I am wondering is it just because I'm the only black person in the store, or 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 or, or something like that? Yeah, we this this is the America that that we live in, and the the hosts of that show they were like floored. They're like really the guys are like I I never think that or or even after you know I, I, I my thought process that just doesn't go that way. Yeah, because you because you're not a, a African American here in America. Hmm. So that that's something that people ought to think about. Then, if if that's what's taking place, uh, you know, that that's a it is. it's a real shame. It's a real shame. But as far as systemic racism goes, uh, notice that somebody donated, somebody in the NFL donated quite a bit of money to some police departments for training on systemic racism. Do you think that training on systemic racism to the police departments? will have any impact on this. If you've got a, a police officer who is racist and is hateful, do you think that sitting in front of a television and watching some kind of educational program is going to change it? If somebody has a badge and their mission in life is to to hurt people of color, do you think that watching a video is going to change or do you think that maybe there's going to be something uh, more done on the selection process? Right. There, there will probably have to be more done in, in the selection process. Sitting in a classroom and, and watching a video because because someone uh, donated their money in order for this training to happen is uh, all all these guys are doing are, are checking a box. Okay, I mean I took the class. I mean really, just un, unless unless and until it affects them directly, it's it's just not going to happen. Like like uh, what, yeah, I, I was I was I was thinking about this a um, couple of minutes ago. My 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 pastor, he was as a matter of fact, he brought out in the church. I go I go to a church. That's maybe seventy-five to eighty-five percent white, and and my and my pastor was was saying how he he, he was disgusted with one of the one of the this guy and his wife who he thought was a friend of his. Well, him anyway, not not the wife, but this guy. His daughter was was a dating this African American guy who, who was an officer in the army, and he was losing it. And and he he said something to my pastor to the effect of, "What what if what if it were your your daughter?" And my and my and my and my, and my pastor says, "This is a great guy. I, I know the guy. He's he's a great guy. He's a gentleman. He works hard. He, you know, he. It's like how can you how can you feel that way? And Mike, this this stuff happens all the time. Guys, guys, just guys, just as well. My African American friends used to used to say it all the time too. They're like, oh, 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 yeah, you can be friends with them, but if, but if you but if your son wants to wants to take their daughters, then then that's a whole another ball game." Uh, that, that's pretty horrible to hear. That's sad stuff. Absolutely. Uh, are p- other people in the church calling out this kind of behavior? My my pastor is the only one who, who who's called it out. I I'm I'm, I'm a, a, oblivious to it. I, I I ignore these people if they, if they are there. I, I don't I don't I don't know that there's more than one guy in the church. But if they are there, I, I just ignore them. I don't. I, I don't have time. Mike, I have a my question. Day. That's all right. Sure. Yeah, I, I was down at the protests and I ran into someone, Eddie, um, her name is Kelly Williams. I'll be doing a video about her on my YouTube, but she mentioned to me after I called her because she actually got injured during the protest, she's an educator. And she mentioned that during her training, she, uh, was able to take some personality tests for racism. She said, she's going to send them to me and it helps folks identify if they have some sort of internal tendency toward you know racism that maybe they weren't fully aware of or could be identified when you went through the police training um did, did they have anything like that did they do stuff like that absolutely not that was 1982 when i when i got on the job and uh okay. no we never there was there was never in there was never never anything mentioned like that and 
I was I, I I was just there to learn whatever uh, whatever they, they 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 put in front of me. Of course, you know I'm doing a job. I'm I'm, I'm going to try and take it in. What do you think of that idea? I think it I think it would be helpful for 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 guys that are, that are on the fence. But but like Mike said, if, if someone is really you know that died in the world of races, all 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 they're doing is checking the box. Right. But but right. but some guys it, it will open some guys' eyes. Like yeah, there's there's another guy I caught another sports show. Guys, I was cutting my lawn Saturday. I had the radio, the headphones on, listening to all this. And and this and this guy came on in, in the afternoon and he, he brought this up. He says he. Uh, He's 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 worked in maybe three different uh, cities do, doing sports talk radio, and and he would get in a get in an Uber, you know, from the airport or whatever, going to and fro. And he said, if it's a white guy driving, the first thing he he, he does, he he starts throwing around the N word. Oh, I'm glad you're not one of those guys. And and he says he says he never thought to correct the guy. He he just kind of blew it off like yeah, whatever. <sighs> wow. But this it happens all the time, guys. It happens. This 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 is the world that I live in. And, and I I. <laughs> I know I know what happens when I uh, 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 when I leave certain rooms or I I, I come into certain rooms or I leave certain rooms. I'm, I'm thinking some something may may have been said, but like I said, Mike, I, I have no time for this. Well, uh, you know that certainly uh, says something about your personality. Go, let's go back to that uh, that personality test type thing. You, know, you, you think you're going to find people who didn't know they were racist and and stop from harming people? because they figured out that they were racist and had no idea. Is that what the point is, Chris? Well, I'm going to look into it more. I think I've heard some of that stuff, similar to like the Meyer Briggs test you might get in a more corporate environment. But I was almost thinking that it might be good for the departments to do that in a way that maybe the people taking the test don't even fully understand that that's what they're looking for. Cause there's ways to do that too. Uh, yeah. Because if you, if you make if, them yeah, sit down you, and take, take right. it, I think the guy who choked George Floyd to death with his knee, <clears throat> Tell them to be truthful with his answers on exactly. That. That sounds... and that's the problem, right? Right. <laughs> that's the problem, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that sounds uh, you know a little naive. Yeah. And I want to I want to keep moving on this. I know we've only got a, a set period of time here, but as a law enforcement officer uh, who's African American, did you deal with other colleagues, uh, other law enforcement officers who were racist during your career? Uh, yes, yes, I did, and I'm. I I remember work working with certain guys, and and these these guys were not out, outwardly racist, but but you could just tell, like okay, um, I I think I I told you, Mike, how we uh, we only ride two in a car on 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 the on the graveyard shift if we're training or or we have a special assignment, but on the graveyard shift, I remember a couple of times right riding with with one or two guys. And we we would we would stop a car with with African American people in it, and their their mood would change, like their eyes would get bigger, and like you know like like they just got this this big T bone steak in front of them. Like yeah, I'm gonna car carve this baby up and uh, you know get the A one sauce, and I'm gonna have a meal with this. Hmm. And did but they, and did I, they treat I know you it. differently though. Here's 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 no. my question though. Did they treat you differently? No. So no, they could not. I I, I wasn't going to stand for it. I, Mike, I was new. I was a rookie, but but I but I I'm, I'm going to stand up for myself. So there's a distinction if you're a law enforcement officer. Well, maybe it's just you as a particular individual that they didn't feel they could get anything over on you. Uh, but as far as the civilians go, is is palpable that they were racist? Yeah. Uh, do you have any idea why that would be the case where they can sort of turn it on, turn it off? I'm just trying to figure so, stuff out here. I think that what's going on in this country for the last uh, couple of weeks or so is, has brought about a lot of questions in people's mind. And, and it's good to be able to ask those questions. I don't, I'm yeah. not looking for a particular I, answer, but it, right. what, what could be behind something like that? Mike, I, I don't have a clue. I really, I, I don't. But uh, I, can, I, can, I can give you an, an, another example. When I st- I started my company after, after retiring, me 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 and my partners, my my partner Ray Lewis, and and uh, Christopher Todd Bell out out in uh, the both those guys are out west. We went to a uh, convention at, in in Las Vegas. It was it was a weekend, and uh, every everyone had these had had their tables set up to to sell their product or their business or whatever. And and we were uh, selling our 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 uh, well we started off with church, church security well we uh, majored 
on houses of worship, but we but we but we minored as as far as uh, 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 colleges and whatnot, colleges, universities. We you know we we try to push our uh, our uh, security idea at them, and this this was a big college forum uh, type 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 deal. So so we go through the whole weekend. And and we got people, you know, that came to our table and talked to us and and, and uh, took our literature and we got we got we got a couple of bites, but at the at the very end, uh, uh, one of one of the other merchants came to us and he said, "Listen," he says, "You you guys probably have a great product. Uh, I can I can I can tell that you know your business. Uh, uh, looking at you, you guys are in great shape. You guys look look like security officers or, or look like law enforcement uh, officers, but you need a white face." What? Wow, that that's that's what this guy came and told us. He said, "You you guys need to need to put a white face on this, or at least need need a white guy to stand there if with you if if you if you if you're going to draw more business." Did you slap the living hell out of him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, might have been a good idea, man. <laughs> no, we. We are used to it. We all three of us are African Americans. We're just, we're just like, oh, he, he was, he was either Hispanic or Samoan or something. He, he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, um, he, he wasn't uh, white. Uh-huh. He was just letting us know. Yeah, yeah, he was just letting us know. So, so he wouldn't have let himself do it. <laughs> In other words, <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Oh. Crazy stuff. We got to get a word in from our sponsors. Uh, But ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Mike G from Mike G in the morning here. I want to tell you a little bit about Elite Tactical Armory, your firearm storage solution in the Lehigh Valley. Elite Tactical Armory is a commercial armory where you can rent secure storage for your firearms. You can find out more information about Elite Tactical Armory at EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. Don't forget to check out Elite Tactical Armory for your firearm storage solutions. For more information, visit EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. That's EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters, only on Fox News Radio, WFYL. We're here, we're talking with Corporal Eddie Moy, retired from Pennsylvania State Police, among other things. Eddie, we're getting your perspective as a law enforcement officer and also, you know, as an African-American citizen of the United States of America. I want to shift gears here. We talked about the George Floyd situation and, you know, problems with law enforcement, uh, some law enforcement officers in this country. I want to talk a little bit about the aftermath that we've seen that's really ruined a whole lot for the cause, in my opinion. We've seen things taking place uh, right here in Philadelphia. Uh, These are not protests when there's looting and there's destruction and there's chaos and people are getting hurt and buildings are getting burned down. They are two very separate and distinct things. The media seems to want to portray it all as one. This is These are protests, but some are protests and others are frankly riots and episodes of looting. Uh, what do you think of that as, an, as a law enforcement officer? Well, I, I think for, for the most part, if, 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 there, if there is any protesting going on, I, I see very little of it. What the news media uh, concentrates on that they call protesting are are actually riots, and I I hate it. I being uh, being being conservative, and I'm and you are also. We are both know that this this is aimed at more of, of a political type of type deal that's going on here. This this has very little to do with with George Floyd, Floyd and this that situation. This is more to do with the politics in, in our country, and the left owns owns the news media, so they can pretty much paint the narrative any way that they want. But when these people go out there and they commit these atrocious destructive acts uh, to the people and the businesses around them, uh, they really take the focus off of the true issue, don't they? Yes, they do. And I, I, I remember I, t- I told someone a couple, couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago, friend, friend of mine, um, he, he, he asked me about it. And I said, listen, I was a corporal. I, I have, I have some, um, uh, some, some command training. I said, if they, if, if I had 1200 troopers, I could go down there and stop this thing in two days if they let us do our jobs. So you think that there's a strategy that, that could improve things. It's just not happening. Oh, sure. But Mike, they, they could they could have stopped this on, on Saturday, Saturday, Sunday tops. Ed, coming out of Philadelphia, I want to read you uh, some of these entries. There's an app called Citizens App. Some of our listeners might be familiar. If you're not, you ought to get it. Um, they're not paying me or anything. I just 
believe in it. It's you get these these uh, live sort of updates on first responder calls. So, uh, for example, I'm going to read off uh, the the different updates that took place on Tuesday in Philadelphia. Okay, this isn't the weekend. This is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Within minutes of each other, report of home invasion, apartment fire, report of fire at Walgreens, report of shots fired, report of group armed with guns, ATM burglarized, report of shots fired, burglary in progress, Rite Aid burglarized, report of shots fired, dozens of people burglarizing store, man shot, liquor store burglarized, police activity, report of woman stabbed, report of a uh, group armed with guns, police activity, ATM explosion, people fighting, ATM burglarized. And these are not the same. When I'm repeating these things, it's not the same place. It's completely different locations. Uh, Report of explosion, report of group with weapons, man breaking into Toyota, person assaulted, ATM robbery, man breaking into ATM. It's out of control. And if you listen to the the police scanners over in New York City the last last week, the NYPD is losing. They have lost. They're losing battles out there uh, and these people are starting to understand that hey they can't stop us they can't stop us with what they're doing right now so does that lead to these people eventually giving up or do you think that's going to encourage them to do this stuff more already oh are you kidding me they're going to do it more they've the 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 leadership in new york city that that mayor the 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 (laughs) boo-boo he's uh, uh, he is he's lost he's he's got nothing to do with law enforcement he's he's just pretty much throwing throwing them to the wolves so do you think that only only going to get worse so it all comes down to the leadership now it just so happens that the leadership in in these cities where this is all taking place are leftists uh, perpetual leftists right that are getting destroyed absolutely people's businesses getting burned to the ground you're not making the citizens lives better by doing that uh do you agree is there any reason uh, that that this stuff would be good, this rioting, this this looting, this chaos. Is there any good reason for that stuff? <laughs> Absolutely no reason whatsoever, other 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 than than uh, create havoc. That's all there is to it. And and these leftist mayors and governors are just just allowing it to happen. Uh, oh, and the uh, the uh, DAs and the prosecutors or what? The leftist DAs, leftist prosecutors, they're they're all in on it, and they won't they won't be satisfied until they have com- complete control of of, of I, I don't know. Of these cities or or these towns or or the country and, and they can do things exactly the way that they want to do them that's what it sounds like to me you feel like it's sort of by design then eddie yes so they're letting it go by design ultimately to uh, increase the government authority yes because because as long as they they let they let it get to this point so that they can point more fingers at, at law enforcement it's, it's all the cops fault it's it's it's, it's all police it's all the policemen's fault uh keep keep us keep us in power and we will keep them in check and, and or eliminate them i'm sure i'm sure i'm sure you heard what's going on in california in, in la with with the national guard no the uh i think garcetti or someone proposed a bill to defund the police department by 150 million dollars <laughs> yeah i heard about that I heard about that. Uh, what would that seek to accomplish? I I really don't know what what they're trying to do, but 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 uh, what's what's going to happen is if if that does work, those police officers are going to stop doing their jobs, and crime is going to run rampant, and and they're going to have to they're going to have to uh, find a way to to get a better security force in in that city, and. I, I really don't don't have a clue how how, how they would do it <laughs> unless you know you got you have to pay these guys. Uh, you I love how I ask you. I love how I ask you, Eddie. What are they thinking with that kind of a move? And you didn't have an answer for a few seconds. You had to pause and think about it. I, I think what was going on in your head is, Mike. I don't have the ability to pretend to be that stupid to try to figure out some <laughs> kind of. <laughs> That's about the size of it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you put the, that guy's brain into a bird; it was it would walk backwards. Words, right, <laughs> could use the murder. Uh, I'm sure the murder hornets that'll keep <laughs> everybody in check, right? Yeah, I had man. some with right. me in the yeah. city. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why don't you I'm, tell I'm us sure. a little bit about what you saw down there, Chris? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was uh, surreal, to be honest with you. I've been thinking a lot about it since I was down there. I started uh, City Hall, went up to the Art Museum. Everything was peaceful, made my way up. And I was protest- you know, protesting along with everyone else because it's it's completely atrocious what, what happened to George Floyd and his family. But, you know, as it uh, continued to move along, there was kind of a, 
a shift in the nature of things. And all of a sudden, people started spray painting graffiti and getting more aggressive. And then all of a sudden, cars were on fire, police cars and tires exploding and um, smoke all around City Hall. And and then I made my way down over to Center City to the uh, shopping district. Anyone from the area will will, uh, be familiar with all the shops on Chestnut Street and Walnut Street and stayed out there until about 11 o'clock and and thought I was inside a a bad movie. It was surreal. I still can't believe it, uh, having lived in that area for some time and basically uh, looking at it as my neighborhood. It's it's, um, difficult to believe that it even still happened, to be honest with you. I saw things that I never wanted to ever see. Unfortunately, with everything going on in the world, I, I thought it could happen during my lifetime, but I never wanted it to. Um, but, uh, yeah, people were throwing things through the windows of stores, running in, grabbing everything. Uh, I had the opportunity to talk to some of them, you know, in the moment I wasn't there to judge them. I was just trying to understand and document it. And, uh, fortunately I didn't see any true real acts of violence. There was some conflict between the police. It was mostly, you know, theft and, and people getting out there frustration, um, regarding the situation, not that it excuses it, but, uh, obviously we're in such a volatile time right now. So, but it, it's still crazy. Come on, that's gotta be baloney. People that are upset about the situation and therefore they're stealing sneakers and, uh, you know, stealing these other things that are around. I interviewed some of them. I actually have interviews with the people who are involved. I'm going to be putting it up on my channel so people can look at it and judge for them themselves. And I, I was kind of trying to understand, like you said, what, what, how does there a good end to what's happening right now? How is this good for any of us? So, um, but it was like a group thing and mob mentality and all of a sudden it just was pandemonium. There looks like there are people who are opportunists capitalizing on this stuff, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, these, these people, let's, let's not kid anybody. These people don't care about George Floyd. These people don't care about the real problem. They don't care to, to solve the problem. Uh, these are people yeah, probably right. going out there. Yeah. They're very, very, very selfish people. And there might be something more than meets the eye going on over here. This may not be just a physical battle. This may be a spiritual battle. What do you think about that, Eddie? Yeah, like I, t- I told people, uh, people that I know, as far as this this whole Trump, well, the whole President Trump Russia collusion thing, and and, and the way the the news media treats him, I, I said, listen, I said this is, I think this is demonic. How 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 do you get up every morning and say I hate this guy? I'm going to go after him every every day for like two, three, four years. And I said these these, these people are are being used are, are being used by 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 Satan right. and or demons, and 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 they they don't know it. You know, I'm I'm a deeply Christian person, and and I be, I believe that that some 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 people are can can be put possessed by 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 demons. And you think that we're seeing that take place uh, across the country right now? Yeah, not not so much a a possession, but just just being nudged and being used, take take taking the hatred that they already have and 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 and, and stoking it. Because for for the life of me, Mike, I un, unless un, unless I'm Jewish and you're Hitler, I can't get up every day for for three four years trying trying to ruin your life. I, I don't get it. Yeah, that would take a whole lot. Um, and I love how him him walking out there with the Bible the other day was perhaps yeah. one of the most courageous things I've seen a president do in quite some time. And it's yeah. embarrassing that we've got to say that, that a president holding the Bible is some uh, some yeah. know, courageous act that's uh, so highly controversial. But people went right. nuts when he did that. Uh, you had people My- commenting that that he held the Bible like Hitler did. You got to be kidding! That, that's that's <laughs> what you got to criticize. Mike, yeah, Mike, I'm glad I'm glad you 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 brought that up because those those two clergy, those those two Catholic clergy came came out there and, and denounced him. And, oh, he you know he 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 ought, ought to repent, Mike. I I got so hot about that because of. For for those of us who, who don't know it, the Obama administration went after and sued and tied up in court, and they and they and they're still in court because of the Pennsylvania DA that sued the Little Sisters of the Poor because because uh, they they didn't want to abide by Obamacare. A, a a a national government suing the Little Sisters of the Poor. Explain that to me. This this Obama guy uh, uh, kills me. And 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 as far as as far as far as uh, uh, Catholicism, I, I I believe this Pope. I call I call it Mike. I call, I call him the uh, Diet Pope. He's not. Diet. He's not the real thing. He's yeah. That's that's a, that's another Eddieism. Diet Pope. I, I I said it first. He's not. He's not. He, he looks like the Pope, but I don't know. Uh, but you if you look at 2020, thing. it looks a whole lot. It's starting to look like Revelation, if you ask me. Right? There's a whole lot of things going on, and one of the things that uh, we've also seen is the Supreme Court 
handing down their decision dealing with the the pandemic and the orders shutting down churches as non-essential and the Supreme Court basically uh, holding that church is pretty much the same as a rock concert, right? You got people on the yeah. internet commenting that church is just a book club, uh, uh, but abortion is is necessary medical attention, necessary medical treatment. So it th- seems that things are pretty backwards here. Do you have any uh, yeah. words about about the spiritual oh, gosh. aspect of what's going Mike, on? Yes, Mike. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up too. Yeah, that's. I I think what's what's going on with that is uh, you know, the left knows that. If they get these people back in the church, especially the African-American people that, that they bind it to with their lives, that their eyes are going to be open and, and they aren't going to vote Democratic. Because be, they, they will see how wrong it is. That'll be game over. Just like um, and the, the other side, they want to get rid of uh, any kind of enforcement of immigration laws because they know that uh, you know they got fresh votes coming in. That's why they want to get rid of the, the voter identity laws, right? Uh, yeah. Protecting uh, identity. Laws. But Eddie, one last question. If anybody out there thinks that all police are racist, what would you have to say to them? Oh, that's that's asinine. There's uh, police officers are, are, are people like 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 the general public. Uh, there's going to be a two to 10 percent of the general public who are jerks and they're going to filter in, into any company or any team or, or, or in any any police department. Probably 95 percent to 95 to 98 percent of all police officers are good, hardworking officers that they just want to do their jobs, protect the community and, and go home at night. There's no no racism involved. Well, Eddie, thank you so much for joining us with your, your unique perspective and experience. Uh, we hope to have you back on the program again soon. Absolutely, Mike. Thanks for having me. Stay safe, Eddie. I want to remind everybody that today's episode of Mike G in the Morning is brought to you by Elite Tactical Armory, your firearm storage solution. In the Lehigh Valley. Elite Tactical Armory is a commercial armory where you can rent secure storage for your firearms. Whether it's because you're traveling out of town or you're dealing with false accusations, you got legal problems, a family member on probation or parole, or if you've just run out of room for all your precious babies, Elite Tactical Armory is the storage solution for you. You can find more information about Elite Tactical Armory at EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. That's EliteTacticalArmory.com or PACommercialArmory.com. Because it's important to support those who support freedom. And be sure and tell them Mike G sent you. For those of us just tuning in, you're listening to Mike G in the morning with The Law Matters. Only on Fox News Radio. W-F-Y-L. You know, Eddie's parting words about people who make the claim that all police officers are racist, all police officers are evil, and him saying that it comes down to the individual, I think that it's ironic that people who are fighting to eliminate prejudice are basically advocating prejudice. Doesn't right. make any sense to me whatsoever. Philly Chris, how you been, my man? Hanging I'm, out over there. I'm doing great, Mike. It's uh, good to hear your voice, though. Good to be uh, here. Um, I'm, gl- I'm glad you're alive after what happened this <laughs> weekend. I'm sure a lot of our listeners saw the YouTube video. If you didn't check it out, uh, you know, Philly Chris, right in the middle of all the chaos in Center City, Philadelphia, you were there as it turned. Yeah, I was. I uh, started at City Hall and made my way up to the art museum and then, you know, basically stayed with the protesters and tried to keep an eye on where things were going and document it. And then uh, found myself in the middle of Center City while the stores were being destroyed. I mean, I, I almost every store in Chestnut Street and Walnut Street were um, literally destroyed and, and looted and people total pandemonium. Never seen anything quite like it in my entire life. And I hope I never do again. Really a shame. Looked like looked like a bad movie. Yeah, uh, it, it really, that's kind of how I felt. To be honest with you, when I was kind of watching things on my screen, you almost forget that what you're watching is really actually happening. Right well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, though, Chris, we were thinking before what could be the good reason for all of this looting and this chaos and destruction and right. violence. Uh, I just thought of something. The good news is that. Uh, apparently the coronavirus is canceled, right? Because yeah, of all the looting and everything now, like that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of odd you mentioned that because just last night, Thursday night, they, uh, 
uh, sent the order out that I think we entered into a yellow phase here in Philadelphia. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, kind of a coincidence there. Everybody's good to go now, right? We had, everybody had to stay in places the the end of the world, but right. all of a sudden, overnight, instantaneously, it seems we could yeah. gather, we could have the these large gatherings. Right? Those gatherings, okay. Church is not, of course. Uh, right. Good point. You know, looting gatherings. Okay. They, you don't even get punished for the, the crimes that are being committed. And again, listen, I am all about the peaceful protests, period. Uh, all about it. But you cannot call them one and the same. It is just not possible. These are not all protesters. Rioters are rioters and criminals are criminals. Yes. And um, I did notice today that um uh, his family is asking for people to stop the nonsense. You know, George Floyd's family has reached out. Yes. To the media. No, I mean, no, no kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, but can we just kind of calm down everybody a little bit? I mean, is this really all happening? And it, and it well, is. These people are they're destroying any possible progress or momentum that could have come from such a, a horrifying tragedy. Uh, right. I mean, these people, like I said, they don't care about George Floyd. They don't care about the problems or to solve the problems. Uh, they're, this is not in the name of George Floyd. It's diverting the attention from this tragedy, from the victim. Frankly, I feel sad for George Floyd. That is, is this is what's going on instead of people talking about what actually happened. Yeah, but, his tragic you know, murder, uh, death, uh, killing, whatever you want to call it. He was murdered you know, in, in, uh, right in front of us on camera. And I, and I do believe that in my heart watching that. I mean, any law enforcement officer should know that if they put their knee on your neck, you're, you're going to kill them if you stay there too long. It only takes about 15, 20 seconds, as you know, to might you know, choke somebody out like that. So it's a horrific thing to do to another human being. But, uh, yeah, his memory is now tarnished with um, what's happened across the, the country. It's really tragic. Yeah. Well, why don't we get a little bit into uh, rapid fire with Philly Chris, everybody's favorite part of the program. All right. right. Uh, let's go. get it going. <laughs> uh, what do you got? Do you have anything on coronavirus? Um, yeah. Coronavirus. Um, it's interesting. I did notice that uh, Fauci announced the other day that the masks are more symbolic now. So apparently there's some new things that have come out to say that the masks really haven't been doing that much. You can check that out. Symbolic. Uh, yeah, symbolic, right? Uh, Interesting is, wording, is he a, there, right? Is he a doctor Are you in symbology? <laughs> just, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, he's a doctor in symbology, right? Yeah, in symbology. Well, you know, I, I have a theory personally, but I, I, I always was wondering why Trump put him out there in the forefront like that rather than just communicate the information. And I, I think more will come out about that later. But the, we've been talking about on the show for weeks. It's ridiculous the way the numbers have been handled. You know, and unfortunately, it's turned out to be a whole bunch of nonsense. And maybe, as Eddie said, there's more, um, you know, more design behind this than than we would like to believe. So hopefully, uh, uh, what, what, what do you mean? Do you think it's a little convenient that uh, everybody just so happens to have to wear a mask when all of the destructive stuff on the back end is going on? You know, I don't know for sure, but it's starting to look a little crazy. I mean, we, we got a pandemic going on now. We got looting. I mean, seriously, like what's next? I mean, this is a pretty bad movie. So uh, when is it going to end, though? That's a, that's my question, though, because uh, like I said, if you listen to that police scanner, Sure. What was going on in New York? Yeah. NYPD lost. They got their butts Absolutely. handed to them. Well, it's what, eight or nine now days they know. Now they know it can be done, right? right. Sure. They, well, they allowed they, it to. These continue. criminals know mm -hmm. we can beat. We can take over these cities at will. Right. The, the police aren't so big and bad. They're going to stop us. Or if they are, you know, the, there's not enough leadership to put the right uh, procedures in place. So, well, I saw some odd things down there. You know, I saw people right next to me smashing windows out. I have a picture of a guy throwing something right through the window of one of the high end um, suit stores down there. And the cops are right there and they didn't do anything. But then somebody mouthed off to the police and they arrested him right in front of me. There'll be a video of that on my Philly Chris on YouTube, but priorities, I don't know. priorities, Chris. <laughs> priorities, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got right. So I, I guess he needed a suit for his next job interview or something. But you know, I, I don't know, man. It's crazy. I still can't believe what I saw. Uh, it, it was pretty surreal, you know. But I did interact with them and and try to get some messages from them. And just as as someone who absolutely loves Philadelphia and the people of Philadelphia in this area, and and it's given me so many opportunities. It it sickens me to see what happened to those businesses. And one story I'll tell you, I, I actually came across a store that had just been smashed through moments before I got there. People jumped through, grabbed the cash register and pulled it through the window. And there was a young couple in there who owned the place. And they were, you know, you've been to critical incidents, Mike. They were in shock. Oh, my and goodness. I actually went in there and talked to them 
uh, briefly. I wanted to try to interview them, but out of respect for them, you know how that is in the moment. And I'm going to go back and see them. They gave me a drink, which was really nice. And I said, hey, listen, you guys should either get out of here or hunker down, but I'll come back and see. And I plan on doing that. But it was horrific to witness that. And that's their livelihood. You know, there's so many people in the community right now that are going to be negatively impacted in our economy. And, you know, on the world stage, we look, you know, like idiots right now. You know, China is showing this footage to their people and be like, hey, you know, capitalism doesn't really work too well. Take a look at that. You know, it's crazy. Well, uh, let's let's talk about China just a little bit. What do you think is going on with their relations over in China? I think uh, Trump's probably I'll make a personal prediction. I think he's going to cut us off from China completely. And I think on the world stage, we'll see more of that. There's a lot of military maneuvering going on over there right now. They're protesting over there and throughout the world. You know, it's my personal prediction, but looking and checking off all the boxes and if people want to really dig deep, there's some horrific things going on over there. You know, there's a lot of people missing. They're literally selling organs on the on the black market. Um, and, and it's just sickens me to think that in this day and age, those types of things uh, and atrocities are happening. It's basically kind of what the Nazis did. Well, and well if, you go back, if you go back six or eight weeks on this program, you and I were talking about uh, the possibility that. Uh, this whole pandemic and everything that was taking place was really just nothing more than a setup for yeah, sure. the, the real uh, weapon, so to speak. Right, right. right. That, that, it, that they could really, oh, yeah, I really, that. really uh, hurt us. On the air, and I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, Epic Times reported today that the protests themselves may be a seating event for that. So we'll see where that goes. Um, so once these protests take place, maybe, you know, they talked about how there's all this social media fake news that was released during the Trump campaign. And that's sure. how they meddle with the election and everything like that. Right. What if a lot of this uh, discourse being sowed on social media, people uh, shaming those who are not doing X, Y and Z is a part of that plan as well? You know, they're really uh, I, I think you're right, Mike. I think there's a lot of things that really need to be closely looked at here. You know, most folks are busy you know they have jobs they got kids to take care of and and it's difficult to keep up with this stuff because of the show i've been digging uh, pretty deep into it and it concerns me what i'm seeing and people are coming and telling me things that are pretty concerning um you know there's some crazy stuff uh, predictions coming up in the future some people are talking about a coronal ejection from the sun that might cause an emp i uh, don't know if that's true i haven't looked at the science yet but i'm seeing more of that on the internet and um, who knows what's next? I mean, seriously, who would have thought that during this we'd have this and riots and everything else? Some people did and they prepared for it. And it's a possibility. But, gosh, I just hope we're, we're closer to the end than than um, I don't know. You know what I mean? As somebody somebody wrote in last week, 2020 is defective. It's broken. I'm going to yeah, put it back but, in the box and bring it back to the store. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think in the back to the future movie, they actually said, don't set 2020 in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> anything, but there. That. anything but that. So let's see. Maddest mad dog quote. Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime who does not try to unite the American people, does not even pretend to try. Instead, he tr tr tries to divide us. And after that, Trump called him, um, overrated. Now, I find his comment troubling for a lot of reasons. Military officers generally don't go against the sitting president. And also, I think his quote divides us. So that's what's <laughs> going yeah. on. Like this divisive guy, he's yeah, dividing so. us through his comments yeah. about Trump being divisive. What's his deal, man? I, I, I liked that guy at first. <laughs> yeah, I guess they called him a mad dog. So maybe he's a little bit, you know, mad. He's, uh, nobody's immune, right? Nobody's right, right, immune. Apparently. Last thing, we're running out of time here. Yeah, um, I, I'm going to give you a rapid fire. How about Joe Biden saying that uh, we should be training police to shoot people in the leg and that would solve a lot of our problems? Yeah, tell me more about that you mentioned that earlier i don't think i quite basically he stands up in front of this group and it's a very serious setting and and he's saying you know the, the solution's simple here why don't we start teaching them to to shoot people in the leg oh, first of all well, you know first of all uh, i don't think teaching anybody to shoot somebody in a different part of the body e even if it were practical or at all right. a good idea that wouldn't have impacted the george floyd situation you you dope right second of all hmm. uh, that is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. It is. You shoot to end the threat. 
right? Yeah. To, to, to protect yourself. Yeah. Basically, what would happen if you started training people to shoot somebody in the leg is, first of all, they would miss a whole lot of times because that's right. not center mass, like you said. Second of all, they wouldn't stop the threat. And what they would do is they'd hit somebody in an artery in the leg. And yep. then the criminal who was attacking them who got shot would also kill the police officer. And then he would bleed out afterwards. So shoot him in the leg so that way everybody dies, right? Right, right. <laughs> and then you're also kind of trying to say it wasn't lethal force, which is a whole problem, right? That, that, anytime, right. That's yeah. correct. It's all yeah. deadly force, right? Oh, 100% you, of the time. The, the, the real solution is making accurate determinations as to whether deadly force is justified, right? Really hammering that standard. It's not a subjective, I was in fear standard. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it. So you're absolutely right. By saying that we could shoot them in the leg instead, that's saying you're making a decision that doesn't warrant. Right. Uh, it, for some reason, you're saying that you're equating it that that's not deadly force and the decision wouldn't warrant deadly force, but it really is deadly force. So you'd better be making that decision based on a sound justification. I'm absolutely. sorry, folks, but that's all we have for today. Stick around for We the People, the Constitution Matters. Stay safe. God bless, folks. Stay safe, everybody.